Welcome to the Dharma of the Force, a podcast about the spiritual and philosophical side of Star Wars. If that puts you off, it's just words. And if you think that's all a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, even better. We cannot widen our horizon and grow by never challenging what we believe, and we should always be suspicious of those who tell us what to believe. In some Buddhist traditions, listening to Dharma talks is a spiritual practice. It's not meant to give answers per se. It's an exercise in looking at questions and elaborating on them and finding the truth within yourself. So in that spirit, let us look at today's topic. Quotes, Clone Wars Season 1 Speaking of the universal wisdom of Star Wars, I hear that a large number of listeners are not that much into Star Wars actually. That just serves to show how universal these things are. It has been pointed out many times that a lot of religions, if you want to call them that, have quite some overlap and parallels. It has also been argued that Buddhism, which I often refer to, is not in fact a religion but more of a philosophy. It would be wrong to assume that this applies to all schools of Buddhism as there is a big difference in understanding and some can be quite strict. Just take Thailand, for example, where if you happen to have a Buddha tattoo, you have to cover it as it is considered to be extremely disrespectful. And on the other hand, you have the Dalai Lama who said, if scientific analysis were conclusively to demonstrate certain claims in Buddhism to be false, then we must accept these findings of science and abandon those claims. Then again, even Pope Francis stated that there is no contradiction between God and science and backed evolutionary science because God is not a magician with a magic wand. Now compare that to what some other Christians have to say about that. But hey, it's just people. We all believe in something and interpret it in a certain way. The challenge is not to literally fall for the dark side or call it the devil. It's very easy to say who disagrees is tempted by the devil. It's very hard to understand different perspectives. So what do you think is right? The easy, convenient way? Or maybe facing the unknown? For as long as language has existed, wise men I should say people, but let's face it, history unfortunately is mostly very sexist, so let's say enlightened ones, have used sayings, tales, fables and such to give us a moral compass. I've always said that I learned more about leadership, respect, tolerance and diplomacy from Captain Picard in The Next Generation than in school, because Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry believed in the same principles as George Lucas and a long line of storytellers before them. Those old enough might remember that even the formation Masters of the Universe cartoon in the 80s did that, very clumsily, in a today we learned not to get into a stranger's car kind of way. As I said before, I'm not the generation for the Clone Wars. I watched the movie premiere in the cinema and I was very disappointed. It took me a while to give it a second, a third and a fourth chance, but then I got it. It's a classic morale tale wrapped in a flashy animated cartoon. 
There will be a whole new generation of people who look back and credit the Clone Wars for their understanding of loyalty, duty, tolerance and, and what's right. So today I'm starting a new series discussing quotes and their meanings and possible interpretations. This is all stuff we can adapt to how we approach work or school or our relationships with other people. I will first look at the opening quotes of each season of the Clone Wars and then proceed to all the movies in later episodes. So here we go. Season 1. Season 1, Episode 1. Great leaders inspire greatness in others. This is actually something that I more or less live by and is part of my daily job and I talk about this quite a lot. According to studies, companies hire unqualified managers 82% of the time. If you micromanage your team, it shows that you don't trust them. Some people seem to have a hard time grasping this and think the boss always has to be right and the best at everything. But that sort of behavior is a sign of insecurity and there are more studies about this claiming that your employees will act exactly the way you treat them. If you approach everything with a do I have to tell you everything attitude, that's exactly what you will get. A passive group of uninspired drones who will not be able to solve problems creatively and will just react instead of act. Leadership skill is exactly that, a skill not everyone has. Seniority or knowledge doesn't make you a good leader. I always say a good general isn't the best or strongest fighter. A good general knows which of his soldiers is and uses them accordingly. If you trust your people and inspire them, they will rise to the occasion. Don't do as I say, do as I do. Always lead by example and you will be a great leader people respect and look up to and not fear. If you lead by fear, you will never get true loyalty. Season 1, Episode 2 Belief is not a matter of choice, but conviction. I have to admit I'm not sure about that one. In theory, it's right, a very noble way of seeing it. In reality, belief can be prone to fashion or peer pressure, but conviction is something entirely different. I agree more if we interpret it a bit like conviction is not a matter of choice, but belief is. On my trip to Petra and the filming locations of Rogue One and The Rise of Skywalker and Jordan, the Bedouin guy talked about his belief and how he doesn't feel the need to force his belief on someone else like radicals in all religions tend to do. He was Muslim and he said something along the lines of, if I'm strong in my faith, I don't feel threatened by other religions. We are all brothers and sisters. My belief is for me, it's very personal. Season 1, Episode 3 Easy is the path to wisdom for those not blinded by ego. That plays right into what I said about the rough water that calms down many times and once again, this is everyone's Achilles heel. This is how politicians and advertising companies get us. Everyone is ultimately selfish. That's self-preservation. It's very easy to complain about the, let's say, a 2% increase in taxes, but the money generated will be used to feed starving children. Let's assume, please, <laughs> that we trust 
the hypothetical government in this scenario and have enough disposable income and we know exactly that this is what the 2% are used for, okay? Now you can be like, I don't care. I don't want to pay those 2%. I'd rather buy a fourth 70-inch flat screen. Or you can be like, okay, that's a noble thing to do. Let's do it. Let's save the children. I'm not going into Freudian psychology, but let's call it the egoistic me, 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 I want inside of us keeps us from being reasonable. In our so-called prosperous society, we're often like spoiled toddlers. I want, I want. And as grown-ups, we should have developed enough empathy to understand other people have needs too. Wisdom is the ability to see things from all perspectives and to judge things objectively. The Sith rely on their passion for their strength. They think inwards only about themselves. I should think that you Jedi would have more respect for the difference between knowledge and <laughs> wisdom. Season 1, Episode 4. A plan is only as good as those who see it through. I'll talk about theory versus practice later. And it's nice that you know what should be done, but you don't do it. I'll throw in another Buddhist quote at you. No one saves us but ourselves. No one can and no one may. We ourselves must walk the path. What are you waiting for? Here's what Bruce Lee said about that. If you spend too much time thinking about a thing, you will never get it done. Life is what happens while you're making plans. Or you want it in a Christian context? Here we go. God helps those who help themselves. Do it. Season 1, Episode 5. The best confidence builder is experience. Everything else is just theory. And that's a bit like the one from Episode 4. Theory is a plan. Experience is seeing it through and learning by doing. No one becomes a master of something by theorizing. If you talk to talk, you have to walk to walk. You're not gaining muscles from looking at weights. You have to lift them over and over again. Season 1, Episode 6 Trust in your friends and they'll have reason to trust in you. Trust goes both ways. If you expect something, you have to be willing to give it first. And it also relates to the opening quote of Episode 1. Trust is to let go. If you can trust your friends or even your team members, it's your fault for surrounding yourself with people you can't trust and not doing anything about it. Season 1, Episode 7 You hold on to friends by keeping your heart a little softer than your head. That's a very poetic way of saying nobody is perfect. Never try to change someone or to fix someone. You can and should be supportive and encouraging, but never push too hard. No one owes you to fulfill your expectations of them. Season 1, Episode 8 Heroes are made by the times. You can't set out to be a hero. That would be called hero syndrome. And it's not uncommon, actually. Firefighters who are secretly arsonists to be able to act in a heroic way afterwards. Heroes rise to the occasion. Destiny throws something at you, and how you react will determine whether or not you're a hero. It's not something we decide for ourselves. Star Wars has always been put into a context of Campbell's hero's journey. 
an unlikely character is thrown into a situation in which they have to choose their path and do the right thing. Luke Skywalker, Bilbo Baggins, Katniss Everdeen, etc. Season 1, Episode 9 Ignore your instincts at your own peril. What are instincts other than the force speaking to us? It's not science fiction. We often have a gut feeling we can't explain. A lot plays into that. Is it the force speaking to us or some pheromones and hormones or whatnot we can't interpret logically? Makes me wonder, are midichlorians hormones or bacteria? A good question for another time. It often pays off to listen to your body, follow your gut feeling. Season 1, Episode 10 Most powerful is he who controls his own power. There's also this saying that goes something like this. There are those who practice martial arts to use it against someone else. And then there are those who practice martial arts so they never have to use it. First and foremost, you have to be able to fight yourself. You are your own biggest enemy. Just look at doubt or laziness or whatever keeps you from improving yourself. You are the one clinging onto unnecessary baggage. Compared to ants, we are huge and strong. We could step on so many ants and smash them. True power is to know that and to not do it. Season 1, Episode 11 The winding path to peace is always a worthy one, regardless of how many turns it takes. There is no straight line to success. You might have even read that one on some motivational poster at the office. We always have to readjust and adapt to changed circumstances. It would be easy to give up all our freedom and let the empire take over. But as we'll see later in episode 19, the easy path is never the right one. Season 1, episode 12. Fail with honor rather than succeed by fraud. There is no honor in winning if you're cheated. There's honor in respecting your opponent and accepting you have lost. That is the mark of character. No one likes a sore loser. Lies and deception are the shadow of greed. If you cannot accept a loss, you're not worthy of a win. Samurai wrote death poems before they went into battle. If you want to win, be prepared to lose. Season 1, Episode 13 Greed and fear of loss are the roots that lead to the tree of evil. I have talked about this many times now and everyone who has seen the prequels knows how separation anxiety of a small boy leads to a grown-up who is willing to do anything to keep the one he loves from dying. Season 1, Episode 14 When surrounded by war, one must eventually choose a side. This is kind of the odd one out. There is something to say about neutrality and staying peaceful, but there is also a responsibility to stand up against evil. It reminds me a bit of the famous quote of German pastor Martin Niemöller, 
opposing the Nazi regime. First, they came for the communists. And I did not speak out because I was not a communist. Then they came for the trade unionists. And I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews. And I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me and there was no one left to speak for me. Season 1, Episode 15 Arrogance diminishes wisdom. Twice the pride, double the fall. I've seen that often in tournaments. The moment you let your overconfidence and arrogance take over because the opponent is clearly weaker or less experienced, is the moment you let down your guard and make mistakes. Assuming you know everything better than everyone else robs you of the opportunity to learn and improve. Why does travel broaden the mind? Because it opens us up to new experiences, new ways of seeing things, new input that lets us grow. It would be arrogant to assume that we have reached peak wisdom and close ourselves off from learning anything else. Season 1, Episode 16 Truth enlightens the mind, but won't always bring happiness to your heart. On the internet you will often see all sorts of polls and whenever the question is something along the lines of if your partner had an affair, would you like to know? And a surprising number of people prefer not to know. Ignorance is bliss. Truth can hurt. Not everyone is ready for truth at all times. We often like to close our eyes intentionally and purposely ignore things we might not like. Who made my laptop? Where are these eggs coming from? Why is my partner hiding the cell phone all of a sudden? Sometimes it's easier not to know. It's a fallacy to think knowing everything would make you happy. The more you know, the lonelier it gets. You will be surrounded by people who know less and can't understand your arguments or concerns. It's a bit like that one dude in the Matrix who chooses the fake world over the real one. Season 1, Episode 17 Fear is a disease, hope is its only cure. I have talked about this before as well. If you go through a life with fear, everything will be dangerous. Your focus determines your reality. Fear is what keeps you from coming out of your comfort zone. Fear is the source of things like racism, homophobia and all sorts of discrimination. They are different. They are other than me. I know what to do inside my comfort zone. I'm insecure about these new rules. I don't know what to do or how to deal with it. I'm overchallenged. I'm afraid I lose what I know. I'm afraid that everything I learned and know is not enough anymore. I want to stay inside my comfortable bubble. You can't say anything anymore. Back then everything was better. It's always been like this. Why change? First of all, you're always is a few generations tops. What you're talking about is your clouded, idealized, romanticized memory. Back then, when we all had polio, our great-grandmothers had to sell their bodies not to starve and all the men either died of syphilis or war. Good times. Or are you talking about what you've seen in ads and sitcoms from the 50s up to the 80s? Season 1, 
episode 18. A single chance is a galaxy of hope. This one reminds me a lot of the quote from Schindler's List often attributed to the Talmud. Save one person and you save the entire world. If you have the opportunity to do good, don't let it skip because it seems small and try to find a bigger cause. If everyone were to use the small opportunity to do good, it would add up to something much larger. You've taken your first step into a larger world. Change begins within oneself and it opens up an entire galaxy of possibilities. Season 1, Episode 19 It's a rough road that leads to the heights of greatness. That's basically just a rephrasing of the classic The easy path rarely leads to success that exists in various situations. Season 1, Episode 20 the cost of war can never be truly accounted for. We might be able to calculate equipment and logistics and money, but we cannot fathom the emotional toll it takes on those who went through it, or the broken pieces those who didn't make it out alive left behind. War can traumatize countries and their people for generations. You cannot quantify or put a number on that. Season 1, Episode 21 Compromise is a virtue to be cultivated, not a weakness to be despised. Oh, okay. Um, I try not to get political, but uh, in recent history, there were, let's say, some politicians who saw compromises as losing. One side had to win, anything other than that was a loss, and that's that. But that's not true. There are mutually beneficial agreements that are a win-win for both parties involved. That's the core of diplomacy. We can't go through life like, and I use that term again, spoiled toddlers, when not everything goes 100% according to what we want at this very moment. Empathy is the balance of the force. There are different points of view. There are differences in cultures and how they articulate those needs. Where is the overlap? Where is the shared interest leading to compromise? but that requires well-balanced minds on both sides. There can be no compromise if one side chooses fear, arrogance and ignorance. Trust goes both ways. Season 1, Episode 22 A secret shared is a trust formed. Sharing a secret is basically reaching your hand in good faith and friendship. I am willing to share this with you. I trust you. It feels like the circle is closing here and it's pointing back a bit at episode 1 and leadership. But we all know, of course, that there's also the opposite. Someone telling us a secret they should have kept is probably not someone we can entrust with our secrets. And don't get scared by the word secret. It doesn't have to be something negative. Child psychologists argue that it's very important for the development of children to have something for themselves, something they don't have to share with their parents, to form their own identity and personality and warn of the dangers of snooping around in your kid's stuff too much. It will rupture the trust your child has in you and just teach your kid how to hide their secrets even better. Trust will lead them to share secrets with you. Sharing secrets with someone will form trust. If you want to support me or this podcast, don't send money. I don't have a Patreon. 
find a charity of your choosing and donate. And do yourself a favor and switch off your phone, disconnect and just sit in silence for a few minutes, close your eyes and breathe. Just breathe.